0: Happy New Year. It's the first Sunday of 2022. Did you notice I didn't say 2020, part two? Uh, Happy New Year, friends. It is uh, awesome to be able to gather with you uh, on this first Sunday of the year for worship. I wonder how are those New Year's resolutions going? Admit it. I'm sure you have some that you made on New Year's Eve or early on, on New Year's Day. They say that day three, which is coming up, is always the hardest day. I personally I never paid too much attention to the idea of New Year's resolutions, but, but this year I've made a commitment of sorts. My New Year's resolution is to be more optimistic by keeping my coffee cup half full of the best coffee that the Seed Cafe at Northfield has to offer this year. And for those of you that know me well, you will know that I really enjoy coffee, and so I plan to have even more uh, during this year. Friends, today we continue our new sermon series our identity in Christ. And the focus and the theme we get to share together today is made new. And so last week you and I shared that our identity in Christ is that you and I are loved. Our identity in Christ is that you and I are loved. Made new. Don't you think it will be interesting to play a little game If you have people joining you in your room or wherever you're watching this from, maybe you want to hit the pause button just now and have some conversation and ask your friends and your family, what are those things that they want to have new? I don't know what comes to mind for you when you think of those things that you would rather have new. Personally, I'm pretty comfortable with getting some things that are used second-hand. I'm a fan of OLX and Facebook Marketplace. And I've even bought a second-hand mountain bike and some golf clubs that probably would have made better for a New Year's resolution to use them a lot more than what I do. But there are just those things that have to be new. Maybe it's a mattress for you. Maybe things like a toothbrush. Underwear. (laughs) There are just things that we like to be new. I'm sure for most of us, when we're given the choice between accepting something that's used or new, we would always go with new. And so as I reflect on this and And maybe you just need to reflect on it yourself. What is it about us that makes us love things that are new? I can't help but wonder if part of it is that we are made in the image of a God who loves to make things new. Yes, there is a bit of materialism and consumerism at play, but I wonder if at the root of our identity, it's because there is a God who delights in making things new. Isn't that a great start? An awesome thought to take us into this year of 2022. Friends, the reading I want to share with you this morning is found in 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17 to 20. And it will come up on the screen if you want to read along with me today. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, and the new is here. All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ, To God, And so we give thanks to God for this life-giving word this morning. Amen. Friends, this phrase, these two words, in Christ, it is loaded with a message that speaks of a radical transformation that takes place within us. That moment, that significant moment when we say yes to a relationship with Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, is the very moment that radical transformation begins. The decision of being in Christ offers us a new way of living, a new identity, even a new creation. I admit that for years I read this reading and, not fully, and I don't fully grasp what Paul was really speaking about here. And so as Trevor often says, I will try and explain it in good old East Rand English. Friends, Paul is saying to us today. He's saying to us today that it is in our DNA. It is in our makeup. That we are loved and accepted by Jesus. And everything that stands in the way of this truth, of a relationship with him, will be thrown out of the window. Isn't that good news for a year 2022? This is the way that Paul says it in Galatians 3, verse 26 to 28. And it will pop up on the screen for you to read with me. So in Christ Jesus, you are all children of God by believing in Christ. This is because all of you who were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. You have put him on as if he were your clothes. There is no Jew or Gentile. There is no slave or free person. There is no male or female. That's because you are all one. In Christ Jesus. You who belong to Christ or Abraham's seed, you will receive what God has promised. And so we give thanks to God for this reading today. Friends, when you and I choose to follow the way of Jesus, we became a new people, we started a new chapter. And we walked away in freedom from all of our old ways, those habits, those hang-ups that got in the way and caused division and pain and heartache. It is in Christ that ordinary people like you and I, moms and dads, white-collar and blue-collar workers, teachers, administrators, doctors, salespeople, South Africans, foreigners, rich people, poor people, men, women, young and old, are all made into one people. This new identity in Christ, and it means that we are defined not by the color of our skin or by our occupation or our nationality or anything else, that the world uses to categorize us and put us into boxes. By being made new, we are defined by our relationship of being found in Christ. And so, friends, being in Christ means that those wedges or false beliefs that we spoke about last week are no longer in play Remember, Paul writes to the church in Rome, and he shares this truth with them. I shared this with you last week, but it's important. And I want us to hear it again this week. What will separate us from Christ? Paul says nothing. Nothing can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. The nothing that Paul specifically names in Scripture are things like those hardships, distress, persecution, hunger, nakedness, even death, angels and rulers and governments. Nothing in all of creation can come between us and God's love for us when we have this in Christ. Relationship, And so by being made new, our identity in Christ is that we are connected to God. We are connected to the one who is beyond, above, and beneath all things. All things that are present and all things that are yet to come. And so when we are made new in Christ, all of life's ups and downs, the swings and the roundabouts, all of them are overcome because the Spirit of God is dwelling within us. Because we are made new. We are a new creation in Christ. And so friends, you may be asking this morning, Quinn will How do I embrace this new identity? How do I this year take hold of it for 2022 and step into this new identity you speak of? How can I be made new and be in Christ? Here's the good news it's by dying to our old lives. It's by dying to our old lives, our old ways, getting rid of that idea of putting me first and choosing deliberately to embark on the journey, as John Wesley calls, going on the journey of striving for Christian perfection. This journey that ultimately leads us to dedicating our lives to God fully. Fully surrendered to God. Choosing to love God with all our heart, everything that's within us. And then living into our identity, into this whole image of who God is. You see, friends, dying to self is one of the greatest acts of transformation that you and I could participate in. The beginning of the year is not a bad time to choose to die to self. It is what is pictured when we are baptized into Christ. Paul in Romans writes these words. He says, Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were also baptized into his death? Therefore we have been buried with him by baptism into death, so that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in the newness of life. Friends, of course, Paul Paul is not describing something that is simply mechanical and, and ordinary and just taking out a checklist for the year and just ticking all the correct boxes. He's talking about a real definitive change, a change that takes place when we decide to move from the old life we have lived in and everything that went along with it to this new life. This life we embrace when we live in Christ. You see, Paul goes on and he urges us. He says, So you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. Being alive in God, in Christ Jesus, is what transformation is all about. Being alive to God in Christ Jesus is what transformation is all about. It is to have a new identity, a new way of being, one that is wholly centered around God. It is about a new creation. This is what Paul means when he says, the old becomes new. It would just be amazing if all of this could happen at the snap of a finger and the process is complete for all of us. But it doesn't work that way. Being made new, it's a journey. This process of transformation is a journey. A journey of gradually living into Christ. A journey of our lives beginning to reflect a little of what Christ-like living looks like in our world. It is a blessed journey. A journey that you and us and and our community in Northfield uh, get to experience together Daily as we accept and embrace this identity of being in Christ, living in Christ, as beloved sons and daughters. Friends, this identity and process of transformation is its is so much more than our doctrine and our orthodoxy and, and everything that goes with it. It's so much more than that. Being made new is always about transformation. It is about embracing our identity and becoming in Christ a new person through transformation. And when we get our minds around this and our heads around it, and we go on this journey of slow transformation, you and I are able to witness to the world that we have been set free, that we are living freely from all the pressures that are placed on us in this world because we have embraced our true identity. We understand who we are and we live as people who walk with Christ in this world, and others will see that because the fruits of this transformation and the characteristic of our new identity will mean that we become people who are more compassionate, people who are justice seeking, people who are God fearing and God loving. And so friends, at the heart of our new identity, there is always an unending conversation with God about our Christ-like life. And I encourage you to embrace this conversation as you ask the Holy Spirit to lead you into transformative living. And so, friends, as we go into this new year of 2022, my prayer is that we can learn more and more every day about what it is to live a Christ life and that we can embrace it more fully while living in our everyday ordinary world. May this transformation and process of being made new go on long, May it continue for years. May we never get tired of transformation as we are led by the Spirit of God who leads us to live life more like Jesus. Our world is depending on it. Friends, in closing, our identity, my identity, your identity is that we are loved by God And there is nothing we can do about it except acknowledge that the Spirit of God is constantly transforming us and working in us and through us and leading us to become a new creation. Paul says in verse 18 of our reading, All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ. Friends, God is the one who always takes the initiative. is always the one who extends an invitation to us. It is always God that kickstarts the process of the in Christ life. He reaches out to us before we reach out to Him. Before we even desire a relationship with Him. Friends, our identity in Christ is about a relationship that is made possible by reconciliation. I know that there are things that happen to us during our lives. I I speak about this often. The things we do to break the bonds that hold us together. Those things we do that alienate and hurt us and and hurt others. Those false beliefs and those wedges that we place like barriers and we erect them and we hide behind them. Like little castles or safe havens. And sometimes the barriers we put up become so permanent. Because we don't want to be reconciled. And our hurt turns to anger. And our anger hardens our hearts into hatred. And our hate kills the relationships so that we can no longer peacefully exist together. And so while we're in the season of New Year's resolutions, while we're speaking and sharing a sermon around transformation, you and I can make a decision today, right now, Right in this moment, we can make a decision. We can make a decision to die to self today. We can ask the Holy Spirit to work in our lives as we say to our new identity in Christ, we are ready We are ready to embrace true reconciliation for ourselves but also for the others in our lives and hold on to this gift of God which is in Christ living. Paul says in Christ God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, And so, friends, when we are in Christ, we are the beneficiary of God's reconciliation. Because the old has passed away, and everything has been made new. The in Christ life is about stepping into our identity of being made new. It's about transformation so great that we even become a new creation. And so embracing our identity as God's beloved leads each one of us to the in Christ life. This life takes us away from the brokenness of our present world and celebrates As we walk into a new creation. And so, friends, may you and I accept the invitation today for this year, for eternity, for that matter of fact, to step into that life and embrace our identity as those who are in Christ. Because our God, my God, your God, delights in making things new just for us. Amen.